Hey, what's going on, guys? Reaper here, bringing you a brand new episode on Tier 1 Talks, our podcast that you can find on almost every single audio source out there. Personally, I listen to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, stuff like that. I'm joined today by gaming Tier 1 creator, content creator, inspiration, Uprising. How are you doing? Hello, everyone. How's it going? I'm joined by X Tier 1 Vision. How are you doing, Mike? Yo, what's up, baby? What's up? And co-host Asclepius. Austin, how are you? I'm tired, bro. It sounds like... Just came into our podcast and just... <laughs> um, he's like... Sorry to interrupt, but uh, <laughs> yeah, just but we were we were discussing. You know what? Yeah, listen. At this point, Mike should just rejoin the team if he's gonna be on every fucking episode of this podcast. Hey, <laughs> I am one of those. Hey, you know guests. what? I am one of those special guests that doesn't go away. Okay. Yeah, and dude, he, he, dude, he sounds more he sounds more enthusiastic than you right now too. What are you doing? He is. Hey, listen, listen. So he you is, know, he he's such a we, great addition to this podcast. We we have rejoined the team just for the podcast. Asclepius, you, my friend, need a little coffee, you know. So I'm gonna keep the energy going real quick. But yeah. um, Thank you know, so dying light too, Chad. Let's talk about it. Yes. Right, let's get a little dying let's, let's brush up on it a little bit. Yes, before we were rudely interrupted, uh, we were talking about things that we talked about last week, which I was reminded of that we may have ended it, like talking about taxes or um, stuff like that. However, I know we touched a little bit on Dying Light 2, but that's another game I want to just bring back up because we have been having, Mike, you and I have been having so much fun playing that game. Like... Since it came out, we've put how many hours? 18. Eight, 18 hours. Jesus. Can you? So yeah. that's 18 hours divided by, you know, we've been playing, what, every maybe like Tuesday, Wednesday night, you know, right. a couple hours here. But to since the game came out, it is fantastic. And it is so difficult to find a good quality like story game that you can play with your friends. Yeah, like having both, having that not only the storyline concept but having it um having to be able to play it with other people is makes it so much more fun. And it's just like open world type of vibe. You know, you kind of just go with it. You want to do a side mission. Uh me and Chad are kind of like grinding the storyline right now, see what ends up happening in the end. Um, so it's a, it's one of those games that just never gets boring. You're always looking forward to the next mission or the next quest, or we're always upgrading our weapons, finding new weapons, always this exploring something or, and the map, right, Chad, how big is the map? I mean, oh, it's tremendous. It's, it's, it's bigger than anything I've like, because it's up there with the GTA. Map, yeah. hundred percent. Because you, you look up like, I think it's a very different looking in game because when you open the menu, you know, the, the map looks smaller than what it is, but then you're running around and, you know, you're almost at all, like in awe of how big everything is, you know, because not only, you know, if you guys have played the game, 
parkour, climbing buildings, jumping from ledge to ledge. I feel like Spider-Man sometimes, you know? It's Yeah, it's not just like a 2D plane, you know? Like, there's so much to do. And, you know, if you guys, you know, it brings back high school, you know, high school, middle school, playing story mode with friends. And that that's kind of not just multiplayer, which, you know, I think over the years I turned into that guy was doing multiplayer. But what are some of your guys' favorite, like, story mode games out? Um, I mean, story, so it depends, because I know earlier we were talking about, like, co-op. So for me, co-op, it would have to be the Halo. But also, like, as a kid, I really never played co-op campaigns. I was always, like, perfectly fine playing the campaigns all by myself honestly and I never really played like multiplayer also like as a kid I mean I mainly played campaigns and that was it um like Pokemon and Halo like those were the two main games I played solo and it wasn't until like high school and my adulthood that I started playing more like co-op campaigns but I mean, even to this day and age, honestly, I gotta say, it's still at Halo. Like, I don't know, nothing can beat Halo, at least for me personally. I'll tell you, just the fact now that now that you know, that's one of the greatest, not only single player uh, storyline games, but the music in that game, it will just always live with you forever. You know what yeah. I mean? It's one yeah. of those things. It's like I'll I'll be randomly waking up one morning, I'll have a cup of coffee, and I go, oh. <laughs> you know, I like, doubt uh, that, but continue. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I swear there will be moments where I just it's stuck in my head, and I just I let it out. You know, it's, it kind of feels yeah. good. Dude, one time I was playing that game so late, and I fell asleep with the like on the menu screen, and so then all I heard all night was that sound. Oh and my I, god! I was dreaming that I was playing it, and then when I woke up, I was like tripped out. I was like, "Holy crap!" I'm like actually in my dream. Like I thought I was still dreaming because I kept and that. They, <laughs> and I was like, oh wait, no, it's morning. They respectively <laughs> kept the franchise alive. As you guys know, a few months ago they came out with Halo Infinite. And Chad yeah. and I have been playing that like crazy. Um it's when we play, it's just like, dude, like our comms are naturally just beautiful, you know. You know, Chad yeah. and I have this history from Call of Duty that it kind of just blends our chemistry so beautifully that when we play other games, we we just kind of rub off each other. Halo, it, Halo ranked is one of the best ranked Dude. I've ever Dude. played. Every game is so competitive. Chad and I are like 2v4ing teams because we're not in game <laughs> chat with the other two teammates. Right. And it is just, they kept the mechanics the same. They updated the graphics a little bit. And to me, like... The game is still so simplistic as it was years ago, and they're yeah. adding these pro team Thanks. skins. They Dude. just oh. added optics. Let, let me uh, tell you, like, right, it, it was very. Optics? See, like back then. Go ahead, go ahead, Austin. Optics. <laughs> yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks. So it looks sick. so good. I bought it. It uh, looks so good. I got it. I got it. The only two things I have. Controller, by the way. Thank I mean, phase. I mean, the phase. Only... All the you know, phase gang. You know, but you know, I'm just gonna. You know what? I'm gonna yeah, have to agree uh, with you. Uh, phase. You know, phase. You know, phase <laughs> up, baby. You know? no, but right now, 
No, only two yeah, only well, team skins I have. It's Optic or 103. I mean, I used to be a huge FaZe fan, honestly, when I was younger, but I don't know. I mean, I like some of the members, but I don't like, I don't know. I think as far as team-wise, Optic or 103 yeah. all the way. You know, and yeah, I'm going to say phase up, baby, because you know what? You know, Austin and I happen to, you know, may or may not be, maybe in one of the vlogs, you know, of the phase team members. Oh, here we, oh. Here we go. Oh, so that, that gives him that gives him the gratification. He you know, I don't know what my followers that are. He's you know, officially it's a affiliated delayed. with phase. Yeah, it's right. a little right. delayed, a little you know, but you, know, you can kind of just start putting that in your bio. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 like in a phase yeah. vlog. <laughs> no, I remember when Chad tried going to phase one. He was oh, playing dude. COD. Yo, he was pub stopping with phase one and his fucking clan tag. <laughs> Tell me. Yes, bro. Phase five. Dropping, dropping oh, like my 60. God. Oh, phase five. Yeah, whatever it is. Wait, so, and, uh, so he puts in more effort to phase five than get one game. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Dude, let me, dude, let me tell you. What let exactly? me tell you. <laughs> um, it, it was, see, you and I were playing Modern Warfare religiously, you know? Yeah, because I do. I put like 30 hours in that game. But like, like the that. past, you know, uh, Black Ops or not, Cold War came out, then Vanguard came out, and we stopped playing COD. I stopped playing COD. Yeah, like it was so bad. And I know some people like it; a lot of people don't. But what do we? Okay, so I have a question. What What does everybody think as far as where gaming is going? I I know a long, a while back I sent Austin and um I sent you both the front cover of sports illustrated where phase was on the cover and i just had a moment where i was like wow gaming has made it to the cover of sports illustrated which by the way is not easy to get on that okay may i remind you you want to get into this conversation but also chad asked a question about like multiplayer games and like co-op games and i feel like i didn't get to answer and i'm kind of hurt about it <laughs> oh okay sorry. Oh, so yeah, yeah. what are some of your favorite co-op games so look i feel like after like you know we got the ps3 and it was like easy to connect to the internet compared to the ps2 yeah okay i, I like totally the- agree I feel for the most part, we kind of dropped off of, like, co-op, you know, story games, right? Because we got into Call of Duty and just playing online against other teams with, like, no story mode kind of thing. There were, like, a few gems that we've definitely found over the years, like... We played through Resistance together. That was a I was gonna bring I time. was gonna bring that up because I'm staring <laughs> at the figurine on my on my desk right now. Oh, you have the Chimera. <laughs> yep. Did you guys ever play Resistance? No. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. It, Resistance it was, so was an old school. Just real quick, Resistance is an old school PS3 game, an old PS3 exclusive. Where like basically it was like a world war in like the nineteen forties. Yeah. Where you're fighting against like creatures. Aliens. And it was the best. All three games that came out were all co op. Yeah. Um, I think the next major thing we played after that that was co op would be the division. But other than that, it's been like a while since we found a Co-op multiplayer game. 
So it's, it's good to like, say, play it again. I will say the Division, yeah, I will say, like, the Division was a good co-op game. I mean, it I didn't really play, is. again, I didn't play that till like, well, I think it was, like, two years after it came out. That's when I started playing with a friend, and it was really cool. Um, if they made, like, another one, I would so, you know, buy that and try and play it, too. You mean The sure. Division 2? No, I mean, like, the next Either one. one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All serious. No, dude. not the third one. Yeah, just not, like, maybe, like, you know, whole new line of it. Um, now, so, l- l- let's get into... Actually, you know what? There's let's get more. into gaming. There's one quick. more. Okay, go ahead. Ghost Recon. Oh, Ghost Recon. Yes, dude. How that I'm thinking about we it. We played that one for a little bit, too, recently. See, we should, we should play that was again. a game I wanted, but I never got a chance to play, and still to this day, because I don't have it. Yeah. But it's definitely a game I had my eye on, and like I, I was like, oh yeah, that looks cool. Like It looks like it would be a good game to play, just like the, the Division, you know? Yeah, yeah that one's a really was... good one. Um, so so let's get into gaming real quick because um, we'll we'll talk about Sports Illustrated in just a second. But one thing I do want to touch on is Call of Duty announced that they're not releasing a Call of Duty until 2023. What do you guys think about that? Honestly, finally, bro. Yeah, like that's (laughs) my reaction. Is like it's about time they freaking smartened up because, like, look at Halo. You know, Halo was supposed to come out, like, last year, last Christmas, and they are like, no, we're going to delay it, you know, make sure it's a smooth-running game. I mean, because Cyberpunk came out, that was delayed, but, I mean, it still came out, and honestly, it still had people, major People bugs. are just tired of half-baked games, you know? Yeah. Like, these games come out, they're unfinished, they're not polished, they don't play well, and I get it, a lot more games are tailored towards you know, PS5 and the new Xbox, but mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> these games have just been complete ass, even for, like, those consoles where they're just unfinished. So, you know, back back when it was, like, the PS2, you had to have a finished game, you know? You couldn't do this shit where you, you know, day one update. It yeah. had well, to be I finished. Think... The problem now with COD is because they integrated Warzone into the game, if you go to like the main menu of the game, like you you have three different CODs on the main menu. Plus oh, yeah, Warzone. That sucks. So like you have Cold War, you have Modern Warfare, and you have Vanguard, and then you have Warzone itself. So right now yeah. you pull up Call of Duty, you have four different game modes. So I think it's like uh for Activision, it's it's kinda just I know Infinity Ward, I think, is making the next Call of Duty. Um yeah. But they're they need to. I think it's best they took this year off because they need to tra- make this transition as smooth as possible. Um, the cheating is gone, which is great for any game. You really don't want to cheat. The anti cheat, in case anybody didn't know, just to brush up on it real quick. I've been seeing videos. It fucks with people. It fucks with hackers. So basically, like a hacker. I saw a few videos. One of them was um, a hacker shooting somebody, and the his bullets didn't register and didn't kill them. So the anti-cheat is like fucking with hackers now. Like you could get hacks on your um on your PC, but the anti-cheat is going to ultimately like super fuck with your game and it's going to make it so unenjoyable to the point where like your account's going to get banned as soon as possible or you're just not going to play it. 
and it really is effective and it's working really well. So long story short, they have a transition period where they have to think about what they're going to do with the future of Warzone because Warzone is their money maker. You know, I really do believe that. So two questions to that then. Um, Do you think that it's... And I feel like, an, I obviously, I know the answer. Do you think that the anti-cheat is long overdue? No, and, it's already in, it's already instilled in the game. No, no. Yeah, do you think it's overdue though? For sure. Well, you know what? Of course, it's overdue. But here's my thing. I'm I'm the type of guy that I'll wait for something as long as it's good. You yeah, know what I mean? Like as a player, I'm not I'm not to say like, oh, rush, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, and get this anti-cheat out. No, like if it took them a little extra time to perfect it which i really think they did from what i hear um that uh, to me it's worth it yeah it was a long overdue but i think it was well worth the wait and then yeah. second question do you think that with call of duty now not coming out this year but next year do you think that um maybe call of duty might suffer like they might die off and other developers i feel like are going to take advantage in this time and release great games I think that's a po- that's always a possibility like always yeah. attract attention just because of its history you know, right yeah. how long has call call of duty been a series since like early 2000s you know yeah yeah 20 years they've been a successful a franchise yeah exactly it, it doesn't just go away it's like halo bro yeah like oh yeah my honestly okay speaking of cod and like just where it's going in the future i was really happy when they were like oh yeah you know we're gonna delay it. i was like yes about freaking time but another thing is i don't know if i tagged you guys in this post or not i probably did i don't know but i came across a post about you know like basically it was a list of all the different developers that's been on cod and then people were basically trying to rate the developers on like how well they did on that game that they developed of call of duty and, like, my question was, why does Call of Duty always get, like, jumped around through all these different developers? Like, why don't they just choose one developer and then, like, that's it, you know? And then from there, they can continue polishing the game. And I feel like, at least in my opinion, I feel like that's also what kind of ruins Call of Duty is, like, you have too many developers and they're all trying to, like, do their own different, like, original thing to it. And I feel like it just ruins it. I think it's contract-based. I, I want to say like Treyarch and they like Activision. They they kind of bid. I, I'm not. I'm just make. This is my just. This is my guess. I'm not sure about this, but I feel like it's contract based. Yeah, to my knowledge, I, I, do, I do kind of agree with you because I feel like some games, some years, I love Call of Duty, and then other years I don't. Yeah. Like, honestly, I whoever, think I really think the last good Call of Duty was Modern Warfare. Yeah, and which I feel yeah. was made by. Infinity Ward, correct? Yeah, that's accurate. So, Infinity, I think it. I like Infinity Ward, Call of Duty is more. You know, Modern Warfare three, two. You know, yeah, yeah me too. I did like Ghosts. That's for sure. I did like Ghosts. Like, yeah, I but, haven't liked but, Treyarch games in a bit. You know, like, but like, you know, honestly, you gotta always keep it fresh. Was the last Treyarch game I really liked. You know, you got to keep it fresh, you know, as a developer. And I think with all the integration of Warzone and all these different games, like on the main menu, I think that has a huge part of why I think they're like running into a problem. 
where like we can't put four Call of Duties on one main screen and you get to choose which one to play. Yeah. Like I, I just think that's I think that's crazy and I think that's like Warzone is such a big part of COD now and it's such a money maker and people watch oh there's like it's one of the most viewed games right now along up there with Valorant and Apex and um Halo those are like the top 4 like multiplayer games if I had to say so um, the thing with Halo is they need a BR man yeah everyone say dude and, they and pro, would make this we were watching pro players VR. the other day yeah uh, we were watching um I mean one of my I can constantly watch um what are some other games Bro, you tell uh, us. You tell us what you watch. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Um, you watch Optic Formal. You watch yeah, Formal. F- formal. I mean, Formal's probably one of the best players out there. You know, every every single game he's touched, he's won a championship. Yeah, um, but the mechanics of Halo are not difficult. No, I, you I, know? I, so I, it's more all, strategizing. Like Halo mechanics have always been Halo mechanics. You know, right. like it's very it's very pleasing to say that because. Halo or Call of Duty has not always been Call of Duty, unfortunately, year like year after year after year. But Halo has been, and that's what's like playing Halo. Like totally does not get me aggravated as I have when I play Call of Duty. That's fair. Um, but with that, Mike, I know you were talking about Sports Illustrated. Um, and we were, and then we were going to get into that. So, yeah, um, it's kind of crazy when I saw that, that the fact that an esports team phase, uh, made it on the cover of sports illustrated. I was like, as a kid, like, I, I know you guys weren't heavily into sports from my understanding, but me, I, I, I always looked at sports illustrated magazines and always look forward to, like who was on the cover and who made it to the cover because it's such a competition. You know, there's so many people that want to get on the cover of that magazine. And the fact that an esports team did and they wrote this whole thing about it um and how the gaming space is inner inner um it's kind of intertwined now with like hip hop and all these different industries gaming is like getting into and it's kind of good to see because honestly you know it, if it, it really is um, I feel like the one obviously Phase Clan has been a huge part of say like Phase Clan and a hundred thieves have been huge parts of like integrating uh you know gaming and esports with a culture and all of that. And then um a few games as well, but I'd say especially um I'd say Fortnite, you know. First, we saw, like, they had the Infinity War crossover with Marvel, and you had, like, Thanos running around, then you had, like, a Marshmallow concert, then you had, like, the Travis Scott concert, Ariana Grande. So, there have been, like, a few major players. So, I'd really say, like, Epic Games with, you know, Fortnite, and then 100 Thieves, and... But probably at the top, before any of those, was FaZe Clan. See, Mike, you and I saw on their website they were selling stuff for NASCAR. Yeah, so FaZe does collabs with, you know, uh, it's crazy the collabs they do. They did one with McDonald's, 
like they did one with McDonald's and the way they it's just the way they their content is like the way they present something to you that's what I love about like phase and they're so flashy you know what I mean yeah and that's what I like about them is they they make a sick McDonald's commercial with McDonald's you know and then they drop like merch with like the McDonald's logo and the phase logo and it's like it's so random but it's so sick the way they take the McDonald's logo and the phase logo and then they make like merch out of it yeah. it's so like you know you wouldn't think but and then they did one with NASCAR that Chad was talking about and it said like phase clan on the front and had like a NASCAR on the back but it said like it incorporated it with phase and it looks so good you sent me a like photo they did the because you bought like, it right flames like the NASCAR flames like old school no like, I didn't uh, I thought I did you know no, like they did old school it. like yeah, F Gordon flames on the on their on their apparel with the NASCAR, it was and NASCAR of all things, like right. And well, they that's, also, that's they just also show. had a partnership with the NFL too. Yeah. Yes, oh they God. did that too. And you know what's crazy? I think all of this is odd timing because I think it really all all of these sponsorships came about during COVID because a lot more people were home, a lot more people were watching like streamers and gamers and gaming themselves. For sure. And a lot of streamers blew up during COVID. You know, their following blew up because everybody was home. And I think a lot of these esports organizations kind of got like I wouldn't say this is the reason why they got big. I'm not like going to go that far, but it had a lot to do with the things they have going on right now. See, I I'd like I'd say it really helped cuz like even like at the time during like coronavirus, like even just like general markets were leaning towards things that were like online, you know. Stores that right. stores for example that were like you know, in person, um, you know, their stock values like plummeted, and then like companies like you know, for example, Zoom and YouTube and Microsoft and Sony skyrocketed their their stock prices. So even like whole fucking markets like that would agree with you. Yeah. yeah, but also like I noticed one thing is like with the whole streaming thing and like COVID is yes, yeah, streamers that were already on Twitch. And, like, they were streaming, you know, months even before the whole, like, pandemic. And even if they were streaming for two years, then, yeah, they blew up. But, like, if you were, I did notice a lot of people that tried to, like, start Twitch during the pandemic. There was a, a small handful that, yeah, they, you know, they were able to make it and they blew up. But there was a lot that when they were first starting out during, like, quarantine and, and all that, like it was just hard for them to gain any kind of following because all the other streamers were already blowing up, you know? So then those guys took all like mainly the viewership. And that's something I noticed is like during quarantine, I honestly was like, yeah, I would like to like try and get back into streaming. But then like I had another buddy of mine and he had been streaming prior, but he was still like, like honestly in a way, a nobody still like no one knew him. And during quarantine, you know, it was a lot harder for him. Like, he would average 14, 15 viewers, and then the pandemic hit, and, like, he had zero, which was kind of sad to say. But, you know, it's like, because everyone then just started watching all the other guys. So that's something else I noticed. The thing with with streaming that I learned after watching a lot of different streams is people i've I've talked about this before with uh asclepius and reaper i know a, a lot of times so they've heard me say this a lot 
But a lot of people go into streaming thinking, you know, they have nothing else but streaming and they, they want to get like even 10 viewers in a month, you know, and they yeah. think that all this success is going to come in such a short period of time. And yeah. streaming is not one of those things. Streaming, you get big based off like grinding and yeah. entertainment. Entertaining is what it is now. You know what I mean? You could suck. It has nothing really to do with gaming anymore. It's more about entertainment and what you bring to the table. How you keep your viewers interested to stay is the yeah. big thing. You know, yeah. like people don't want to watch. People don't want to watch like Chad and I fucking kick ass at Halo. Right. Like, they, you know they what I mean? Want, they want to you know watch I mean? bathtub as, streams. As, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. Commentary. <laughs> No, it's like you could grind a game, but it really doesn't so mean should anything. Put bathtub but... streams as a requirement in your content. <laughs> but that's what people watch. Can you like? You know that's what? not even. Like, that's not entertaining, I, I totally man. Agree. Bro, I probably I totally agree with blow like, up without us. <laughs> so, oh so, like, when I was first starting to stream, this was like years ago. My son, he was maybe one, a little less than one. Now, a lot of times, since he was so young, he always wanted my attention, but I was always trying to, like, stream, you know, and grind away. I noticed when he was on stream, because I would just have him sit on my lap, but, like, when he was on stream, he would, like, do the funniest little things and, like, just the funniest little, like, I don't know, people got a kick out of that. Whatever he did, they thought it was so funny or so, like, cool or whatever, and to me, I'm just, like, he's just babbling away. Like, what are you talking about? But, I mean, he had a really good timing, whether he tried to do it on purpose or not. Anytime I died, he would laugh. <laughs> and I would, like, then, you know, kind of, like, go off of that. I'd be like, oh, what? Like, you know, why are you laughing now? You know, you can't, you know, like, hold a controller, you know? So him and I had this, like, little banter, even though he couldn't even talk. But when I was doing that, like, I noticed, yeah, my viewership grew. And, like, people would stay and more people would come in. But if I was streaming where, you know, he was downstairs with my parents and it was just me, like, yeah, they would come and watch because they know that I can be funny and whatnot. Or they would, I mainly play like Pokemon games too sometimes. So like they liked seeing the old, you know, Pokemon games because I would play on the emulators. And so they would come and watch that. But I mean, if my son wasn't, you know, in the shot, in the picture, like I did notice kind of a drop. And I think it was just oh. because my streams are missing that like funny banter aspect to it you know oh you got to remember it's kind of like a first impression you know when somebody turns on your stream you have like 10 seconds to like keep them or they're gonna leave yeah you know what yeah, i mean so like it it, it it it's really one of those things where you have to get lucky but at the same time you have to be consistent you know what i mean yeah yeah like a lot and of these I'm, people yeah. blow up from other people you know what i mean like yeah. you'll have a player playing a big tournament and they'll win the tournament and then Whoever is streaming, let's say it's like Twitch Twitch Rivals, for example. Twitch Rivals is, is streaming and you came like third in the tournament and they're showing the leaderboards. Well, your name is up there. You know what I mean? So people are naturally going to go check your stream out. Like, okay, this this person's third up in this tournament. They must be pretty decent. You know, so let's go like watch them. So it's, it's a lot of luck and it's a lot of, you know, you got to be entertaining. You can't just sit there and play video games. Like People want you to interact and talk with them. You know, yeah. that's what's important is like personality, you know, like all these streamers that I follow. It's like it's about personality and like who they are, like Nick Merckx, Tim the Tatman, you know, formal, you know, stuff like that. Nate shot, you know, et cetera. 
Well, honestly, if you notice, like, Nick Merckx honestly got his big name from Halo, like, when he would play in tournaments there. Right, he, 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 was a, he was a big gamer, but, like, he streamed on Twitch when Twitch first came out, and nobody knew what Twitch yeah. was. And he yeah. had, like, zero viewers, and he would just have the camera on, and, you know, he tells his story all the time. It's, it's amazing. He's been doing it for 10 years. You know, that, that doesn't just happen. It happens by grinding and being, a, you know, entertaining. And people yeah. used to watch him because he would rage. Like, he would play, like, yeah. Halo, and you'd see him, like, rage and freak out, and it was so fucking funny. You know what I mean? Nowadays, it's like, and it's so, it's humbling to see that, like, these big people give back to the community. Yeah, that's you know, crazy. Like, they they post fans, you know, I you know, Nick, Nick does barbecues. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, you know, they, honestly, do, they do meet and greets, they, you know, they do everything, and it's so humbling to see. Yeah. Like, it just it doesn't all go to their head, like, unfortunately, some other streamers, it goes all to their yeah, head, and then now they're like popular shit, you know. Well, yeah. you gotta remember too. It's like people. We live in this era where everybody wants to get rich quick, type of thing, yeah. and they think that like, oh, I streamed for six months straight, I should have uh, at least a hundred viewers. Like you're doing the statistics in your head of what numbers you should have, and and it's like this is the problem is is you you don't you don't just start streaming and then everybody wants to be an overnight success. You know, the one click wonder, like my yeah. buddy Danny, my buddy Danny got famous on TikTok because he made one video and people thought it was hysterical. And now he's got like 2 million followers, you know, so everybody just wants that like overnight thing where they do one thing and then they expect to get rich the next day. It's just not how it works, you know, like, yeah, so like I watch a lot of YouTubers like so these are streamers that, you know, used to grind and stream on Twitch like 24 seven, basically. And then they kind of moved on to YouTube. And, like, so this one YouTuber, Big E, I don't know if you guys ever heard of him. Big E, he's, like, part of Sore Gaming. Um, he talks a lot about, like, basically, yeah, back in, like, when Twitch was still kind of new or even, like, five years ago, you know, you could just go on Twitch, grind for a bit, and then eventually, yeah, you'll get the followers. But he was basically saying, like, in this day and age, like just doing Twitch alone is not enough. You know, you need to like be able to be on the other social media platforms. You know, you need to be doing TikToks. You need to be doing YouTube. You need to be doing Twitch. Plus, you need to be doing like Instagram and Reels and going live. And he was just like, "That's just not my style." He's like, "I still do it," and he does. But he mainly starts talking about you know YouTube is honestly where it's all because like Twitch, you gotta rely on live viewers right whereas youtube your videos up there as long as you keep it up there and like anyone will just find your old videos and like i think that's why i haven't fully like been so focused on trying to stream my main focus is like once when i get like my pc up and running is my focus would be like making youtube videos you know like doing let's plays and all that sure. or even just posting like youtube has a shorts you know that like basically kind of like instagram reels but you can even post like little clips kind of like what you do on instagram on youtube and that's the, the direction i'm going i don't I mean i might stream on twitch once when i actually get popular let's say on youtube and like instagram and all that stuff but 
I don't see myself like going to Twitch, grinding out and doing that for, you know, one plus years because honestly, I feel like it'd be more worth it doing YouTube. And and the thing with the thing with that YouTube shorts you were talking about, I think that has to do with TikTok and its success because yeah. when you think about TikTok, right? It, it can't be a video more than three minutes and people cannot stay focused on one thing for more than like a few minutes or at least most people. Yeah. So if you develop a thing where you can make short videos like for two minutes long, people will actually feel more inclined to watch that than to watch your 12 minute like play along. You know what I mean? It's because of the time factor. You know, it's it's not because your 12 minute video is bad. It's because your two minute video is shorter and it just gets to the point. It's just a clip or a yeah. scene or whatever, you know, but whereas like a long YouTube video, you got to hope that your viewers watch the whole video. You yeah. Know? And I feel like long YouTube videos is more for like when you already have like a good YouTube subscriber list, you know, and you're really pretty big, then yeah, people are gonna be like, oh, yeah, it's worth watching the full thing. But just starting out. Like, yeah, honestly, I think that's where TikTok comes in, Instagram Reels, and the YouTube Shorts comes in, you know? Yeah, those work a lot better because TikTok and them, they're based off algorithms and they're based off, like, your interest. So yeah. if there's, like, small, uh, you know, gamers that play in the same game you are and you're all posting TikToks, well, those people are going to see it and fans of that game are also going to see it on their For yeah. You page. So that's why TikTok is a lot easier and, and those platforms to get bigger because you have all different eyes on your content. Yeah, the only you know? downside to TikTok, and this has, like, even Big E kind of has mentioned this in other, like, YouTuber, like, really good YouTubers I used to watch. They always said the only downside about TikTok is since everyone's trying to make all these videos, honestly, to really get, like, your profile across to like the max amount of people and stuff and really be seen is you do got to push out like at least they say at least three tiktoks a day so morning noon and yep. evening but ideally you really should be pushing out like five or more tiktoks a day and i mean i see people on tiktok that are really big and i'll go on their profile and yeah i see that they're pushing five to eight tiktok videos a day like <laughs> That's just like that's how competitive right? the scene is now. Really? Yeah, yeah it's, like it's bananas how much time people are able to spend on content when like I feel like most people who are doing like TikTok and whatnot like they don't work. <laughs> like they're just able to just stay home and make fucking TikToks, and it's like. That or I know it, they're it like is, they're it's up hard to like put see. out so much content when of other priorities. Yeah. You know what they yeah, say? The the rule of thumb with YouTube is is if you're comfortable with making a video every day for two years straight without any sort of recognition for it, then you're cut out for YouTube. That's like yeah. that's where it's at right now. Like if you if you don't have the self discipline to create a video edit a video and post a video once a day for two years with no incentive out of it then you know you're cut out for youtube so i and i, and I thought about it and the more i thought about it the more it makes sense 
You see all yeah. the people that got big off YouTube. They were doing that consistently. Yeah. You know, videos were going out every day, if not every other day, you know, for years and years. And they never stopped. And then they got big that way, you know? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. And I heard of that, That's like, so rule of thumb, too. And I thought about it. Like, if I have... Like, if I had the creative, like, creativity capacity, like, if I could constantly come out with, I don't know, content, then, yeah, I can totally do that, honestly. Like, because, like, my computer's, like, now out of service, and, I mean, I am still trying to, like, focus on just starting my business and, like, growing that, you know, so that takes a lot of, like, my, like, my time, so that's the issue with me. Yeah, honestly, the main thing I'm running into, like, over the past, like, two or three weeks is, like, finding time to, like, edit. Because I'm no longer on, like, a flex shift where I was getting off at, like, three in the morning. And I would come home to, like, an empty house. Like, now, by the time I get home, people are awake. The dogs are awake. Like, I don't have that time that I had to myself when I was on flex shift. And... Uh, like, at this point, I think I'm just gonna keep waking up early like I did for this podcast, just to have time to, like, edit for, like, an hour before I go to work. That's where I'm at right now. Um, there is another thing that I did definitely did want to, uh, get into, and that's VR and Oculus. So... There's a topic I also want to talk about, um, but just timekeeping, we have about 20 minutes left before I have to get out of here, so you go first and then I'll do my thing. So, along with uh, playing Dying Light 2 recently, uh, Grinding Halo, uh, you know, uh, again, Mike and I got the chance to pick up an Oculus Quest and it's very like i i constantly saw like videos on like everything like everything but putting it on and actually playing it what a difference like so have you is this your first time ever playing vr yes okay i have never played vr until i until I borrowed my friends for one night and then I was hooked. <laughs> like, okay. I thought it was like, oh, maybe, you know, it's just, it, at first I was like, oh, it's just VR. But as soon as I tried it, like, as soon as I got mine and I was able to use it, dude, the difference in the world and like, the full immersion is absolutely bananas. Like, yeah. oh my, it's very, it's hard to say, but I'm, I'm like VR is just like that. Like that's almost a whole nother thing. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like, yes, you're playing games and I, and, and gaming is always like one of those things that like, it brings you to like a whole nother world. Yeah. You know, in general, like whenever you're playing GTA, Dying Light, you know, stuff like that, like those big games, it's like, you know, once you get into it, you know, you're like focused, you know, you enjoy it because, it, you know, you're doing it yourself. But 
VR, you're actually yeah, doing like it yourself. It, yeah. Honestly, when they first mentioned like VR, I was super psyched about it. And then like I know Xbox had like I forgot what year it was, but like Xbox had their E3 and they first showed off Minecraft VR. Like I I was not a Minecraft person at the time like I never really liked playing it I mean I played it I tried it but I was like yeah yeah it's just kind of like a casual game if I'm like seriously bored and don't know what to play then I'll play it but I mean when I saw that E3 of the VR Minecraft I was like I don't know something came (laughs) over I was like oh yeah you're like I'm getting VR just for Minecraft (laughs) yeah and it's just like then my uncle he got um he was like he got the PS VR, you know, like the PlayStation 4 VR system. And um I went to his house, I tried that, and I mean I was like, oh my gosh, like this is the future of gaming. You know, I was playing, it was like Beat Saber that I was playing on there. And I mean, I was hooked since then, and that was like years ago. That was back when PlayStation VR first came a thing. And I mean, ever since then, you know, when the Oculus came out, for sure I've had my eye on it. Um and like it's just one of those things I definitely do want to get, and I mean Skyrim. I can't wait to experience Skyrim. Yeah, in VR. I feel like there are like a few games that are just gonna be like fucking bananas to yeah. experience in VR. One of them for sure would be Skyrim. Yeah, dude, I can't wait. I don't even know if it's a thing still or not. Honestly, I'm not, not gonna lie. I kind of love to experience like Modern Warfare three in VR. Like, can you imagine? Yeah, see, the, and and that's what. So, Mike, since you're the only one that also has a VR, um, I know you suck in Beat Saber, but what are some of the other games that you get? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was silly. <laughs> wow, I know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know I, I'm gonna. I don't have. A, I don't have a comment on that one. Um, but, but yeah, you just you, you know your jokes, Chad. They leave me speechless, bro. I, I just don't know what to say. You know? I figured. You know, it's just like yeah, I know it's true, and it's just like you know, maybe you had anything to say about it. But are you done yet? You done? What are I know you've gotten some games. Uh, can you tell us what those are like? Um, so when I first saw when I first saw someone wear a VR headset, I was just like, "What the fuck are they doing?" <laughs> you know, like they look like this. Like I don't know. It looks it looks so foreign to to what you would think is a as as playing a game. And I thought, you know, I I never paid any sort of attention to it, but I got it. Uh, for my birthday, I got it as a gift, and I was like, I put it on and I explored a little bit, and it's it's one of those things where it's it has a lot of potential to do some really weird things. Like when you're gaming, you're you're kind of focused on your monitor or your screen or whatever, right? But this takes you into another reality, like literally another reality, and well, it's legit called the game reality. <laughs> just saying like i played this uh that call of duty type game the first person shooter Mm -hmm. and the mechanics of it are so real like as if you had a gun in your hand reload it cock it back right chad like all that you know it's so realistic to what you would do in real life 
and it makes it so much more interactive because you actually feel like you're there. Yeah. You know, and um, there's actually some certain headsets that I've seen, Chad, on YouTube where they say because these these headsets I'm talking about are like seven grand a piece, like they're stupid expensive. Only certain people have them. Yeah, it's crazy. And the guy was saying on this video, like, you literally feel as if your body is in, like, it, it, he couldn't explain it. Like, his hands, he could almost feel himself inside the game, he was saying. Yeah. Like, it, the way he was describing it, you could tell he was so... Well, did he have, like, the haptic feedback gloves? No. Yeah, like, something... No, he didn't, uh, actually. No, it, it, was, oh. it was literally a headset... But he said he couldn't tell the difference between virtual reality and reality. Yep. reality. Like he could feel himself in the game. There was that sword art online IRL. He legit oh spent God. 24 hours in Minecraft. So I forgot how long he said in Minecraft time that is, but like he spent 24 hours in Minecraft, like 24 7. Like, you know? And I mean, when he came out, he said, like, when he came out of, you know, when that time was up, he took off the headset and he was, like, looking around, like, our actual real world. He said he caught himself, like, when he was trying to, like, grab something, he legit caught himself making a fist, like, with his hand. And he was, like, going to try to <laughs> open the fridge or, like, oh turn God. on the faucet. Like, he was like, I swear, like, I did not do that purposely. It's just, like, he would catch himself not using his hands. Or his fingers, or yo, you could literally play games like you could cook food. Yeah, like, like you could be a chef. Yeah, it, it's cook, so like it's so crazy. Like all these games, like so. It, if you guys have Oculus, I think it's on like Steam as well. Onward is a game that um, we downloaded, you know, as well as Pavlov, but that's still in beta. Onward is like an FPS shooter. Like it's so surreal like aiming down sights like you're actually you're actually aiming down a real sight in the game and it's great or a scope it's so it's so good and it it makes like it it questions like what is gaming going to and i think it's going to VR, you know, it, yeah. like being able to take the Oculus Quest because it's his own system. It's going. You don't have to plug it in anywhere. <laughs> like literally, like it's almost like old school PlayStation Portable. You know, like being able to take something on the go with you and play games with other people in virtual reality. You know, I think that's where it's going to. I would love to see in it, like so many develop like new games, like. High end games yeah. come to I w- I VR. Big block, I'm like gonna big play games come to VR. You know, like Horizon, Red Dead Redemption Two, even Halo in VR. Like, I want to see those games come to VR. That's what I, I honestly like hope for in the future of VR. Now, wh- when I first like spent my like, I'd spent like a good couple hours when I first got it. Um, when I took it off, I was then like on my phone. I felt like my hands were still like very. It's very hard to explain, but I felt like my hands were still like in VR. Yeah. Like I, I felt like I was still gripping the controller, and I I felt like I was looking at my screen through VR goggles. Oh you know, like 
I, I feel like I was looking at my phone through lenses. Right. It was very, like, I had to, like, kind of adjust my phone <laughs> to, like, where my face is, basically. Like, as soon as I got out of, like, playing for, like, three hours or four hours or whatever. So, uh, like, I just, I just dropped a link. Uh, I remember watching this a couple years ago. This guy spent a week. He spent a week? Wearing oh my a VR God. headset 24-7. Yo, what the fuck? I, a week. At one point, he started to dream in VR, bro. <laughs> Could you imagine? What the fuck? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Wait, how did this? Oh, we had it plugged into the fucking wall. I see the cover of the video. They like, had it not die. Those. So I will say though, the battery life span, Chad. What would you say? Around three hours. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, it, it depends if you're like constantly, constantly playing. Um, like, cause sometimes like you play a game, then you kind of chill a little bit. Like they have like VR chat, which I know is in Steam and everything else. Like or yeah, well, some of these what? games are a workout, bro. <laughs> oh I my mean, god, you're standing for three hours like that. That's like a, a tough task. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bro, okay. I don't I know about you guys. One video of this. I saw this one video of this girl. She was playing. I think she was playing Skyrim. Yeah, she was playing Skyrim and VR. And I mean, she's on the Omni treadmill, but so she was trying to run. It looked like she was just trying to run across, like, you know, five feet across in the game. But in life, like, she had the camera just showing her whole body. Dude, she was booking it so far. And then when she gets to the <laughs> other side, she was, like, telling, because in Skyrim, she was, like, playing with the AI person. You know, they were all, like, trying to kill the, the soldiers or something. And she's, like, oh, you're right there. She's, like, all out of breath. She's, like, just give me a minute. And she's like running, and then she like bend over, and she's like trying to catch a breath. Like you know how that like runners when you're like tired, you kind of bend over, and you're just like resting your hands on your like your legs, you know. So yeah. she's doing that, and she's like, "Oh crap, there's stairs." <laughs> I can't. Hey, say that for me, and I'm right there. I'll be right there. I'll help out. And she gets to the stairs, and she's like, "Or oh, never mind. You can just kill them all." I'm trying to run up the stairs. Oh my god. I'm gonna try and find the video again and I'll like <laughs> send in the in like our Instagram group message because it was hilarious seeing her the way how she was running and she was all out of breath and she was just like, I'll be right there. Just give me a second. See now, now it's cool because the Oculus has been out for quite a little bit, but people like have released like tips and tricks videos or like what accessories to get for VR because they have extended batteries, they have like more comfortable headset, they have like, um, I guess you can like plug in your. I don't necessarily think I want to do this anyways, but you can kind of like plug in your headset to your computer, change some settings, and like increase the resolution a little bit i don't want to do that because you kind of almost like have to change files and i'm i don't want to screw anything up basically sure. but like for sure getting like an extendable battery getting a more comfortable headset like that's almost going to increase three hours to six hours or seven hours which is a full like that's a good time playing in vr and whatever games you want to play you know it's but for sure i want to see games coming to vr that like really um kind of make a difference you know like it's so much fun playing with people and like you actually do the movements that you're supposed to do 
and but you know that your friends are also doing the same movements like leaning around corners you know like reloading reaching down to their belt line you know for ammunition you know it's so much fun it, it's really such a blast it's I, I don't know why i didn't get into it earlier but i'm happy i got into it now that's good man um i know you wanted to talk about something yes okay so i have one story and then we'll close out the podcast um so i told this to you the other day um reaper and i we went out for uh, breakfast at black bear diner um then we were in the parking lot afterwards and i told him this story and he was dying so i figured i'd tell you two as well okay so mike vision yes you ever like look at someone and you know in your head you've met you've seen the dumbest motherfucker you've ever seen in your life I mean that's that's a tall order. <laughs> I, I've met a lot of dumb. Mo- I've met, yeah, yeah. I've met a lot of dumb motherfuckers, but I, I, yes, I know what okay. you're talking about. But go ahead. So, <laughs> I saw this guy the other day, just out in public, and I, I just know he's the dumbest person I've, I've seen for a long ass time, if not ever. And I got so aggravated by this guy. Now, one more question. Yeah, one more question. Um, how do you cross the road? How do you cross a road? Yes, like as a... Are you talking about like... As a competent human being, (laughs) how do you cross a road? You look both ways. Um... And when nobody's there, you go. Okay, and, you know, probably use a crosswalk too, right? Right, right, All of right. course, of course. <laughs> so, I'm driving down, uh, I'm driving down Flamingo, okay? It's like four lanes, three or four lanes going both ways, right? And it's the middle of the afternoon. Well, I'd say it's probably around like 11 in the morning. Um, so traffic's pretty busy, right? And Flamingo, cars are going about, like, 50 miles an hour. You say that's accurate. Yeah, that's about accurate. You know, people do, like, 5, 10 over the speed limit. Right. Usually. So, um, I'm driving down Flamingo. I I remember this guy, exactly what he's wearing. So, see this black guy, red shirt, blue jeans. Okay, and he's on the sidewalk. Okay, now what this dumbass does? Okay, he to cross the road. He just steps out into traffic. Okay, he doesn't look both ways. He doesn't go to a crosswalk. He doesn't wait for. Any cars to like finish going by. He walks out in front of traffic to cross the road, and I'm all the way on the right hand side, and I almost hit this guy. And 
Yeah. He just literally he just walks into fucking traffic with like he's about to get hit by like he just expects the whole fucking like like a car going fifty miles an hour to stop on a dime because he just starts walking into traffic. <laughs> Holy fuck! I got so fucking aggravated because I just look. I just know he has two brain cells. They're fighting for third place. Okay, because. How do you just step in front of a vehicle and not expect to get hit? I I got so fucking I was driving, okay? I got so fucking aggravated. I rolled down my I swear to god, verbatim. I rolled down my window and I yelled at him, "Are you fucking retarded?" <laughs> Yo. Wait. <laughs> Yo. Wait, so I had I just so funny you mentioned someone crossing the street because I just went to dinner with my girl and her dad tonight, and there was this guy Chad. You know when you're on Warm Springs and you make a um, or you're on Paradise and you make a right on Warm Springs to go underneath that overpass. Well, there was this guy wearing sunglasses at night, mind you. Um, he had like something with him. He was an older guy. He was white, and he kind of looked a little intimidating, but. Anyway, the light was red, and he had the right of way to cross. So he was, as I pulled up to the red light in the right lane, I stopped a little bit late. Like, not like extremely late, but a little late. And as I was braking late, he was like on the right, very left-hand side of my car. Like, almost almost in front of it, where my, my left uh, headlight is. That's where his body was. So I guess he thought that... I almost hit him. So he does one of these things where, like, he kept walking, but he fucking faced my car and then, like, kind of, like, looked like he put his foot underneath it, like he was going to kick it, telling me to, like, basically fuck off. So that that got me so mad. I, I so, want to get out of the fucking car. So, so, so I had a minute because nobody was behind me, so I rolled down my passenger window, and he's on the sidewalk. And I said, is there something fucking wrong with you? And he goes, what the fuck did you just say to me? I said, do I speak fucking Chinese? Did you not understand what I said? <laughs> and, yes, and, dude. And, and he goes, he goes, well, you, you braked late and I don't fucking like that, man. And, you know, you got to fucking slow down. And I said, I said, I said, I said, did I hit you? He said, no. And I said, didn't you come up to my car and do a little gesture with your leg trying to talk shit? And he goes, yeah, because you almost fucking hit me, man. And I said, well, guess what? Go fuck yourself. And I, fu <laughs> Dude, I fucking gunned it. And you know how in the underpass, like, it's really loud. Yes, and dude. Goes, and you have the exhaust. He was so... <laughs> dude, he was so mad. He was yelling in my rearview mirror like I heard him yelling. <laughs> I think... I think I'm just I think like... the worst part of... He acknowledged you, Okay. Right, part, right. Yeah. I didn't say the shit. The worst part of my story <laughs> is he didn't even acknowledge me. He just kept walking across the traffic. <laughs> oh Bro, my it, fucking god! When Austin I, told look, me that, all I, I can, I, all I can picture. Afterwards, I'm still driving down Flamingo after I see this guy, and I'm yelling in the car to myself about how dumb this guy is. <laughs> but it'll be a while before I meet someone that's stupid. Like that's. That's all I picture, bro, all running. I picture is that he may look. He may not be walk out. He may not like, be the stupidest person on earth. 
He better pray they don't die. <laughs> I I only picture that dude middle of the day walk out of my apartment complex onto. First of all, he spring. looks like fucking Clifford with his red shirt and his blue jeans. I mean, he looks like fucking Clifford the big red dog. Dude. You know, so when he crosses the street, you just see this red shirt. It'll have the blood stain. Yeah, like literally, <laughs> let, go, go try for yourself. See, fucking middle of the day, go walk out onto fucking Las Vegas Boulevard. Don't oh, yeah, I'll just ways. go fuck myself. Just, just yeah, start yeah. walking. Just walk start walking. Just, right. See just what the walk. fuck. <laughs> like, that's all he did. <laughs> when Austin explained part, that, I was me, like, part of me dude, I see to, it. Like, just a small part of me wanted to either, like, hit him with my car, or, like... One of those like death race things where like you open the door to hit someone standing <laughs> and hit them with your car door. That was that was Yo. a small seed in my head. Yo, real quick though, uh just a quick little thing before Austin goes. For some reason, I don't know what the fuck it is. All of a sudden, I have like Dodge pickup trucks. They pull up next to me. And for some reason, they feel the need to, like, rev their engine and shit and, like, take off at the green light. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) No, but, dude, it's just Dodge Rams. I I don't understand the significance. It's just so weird. Like, I just have these Dodge Ram trucks randomly, like. country boys, man. Dude, they, like, ride my ass sometimes on the left lane. Dude, when I get. Or they do, like, crazy shit. Dude, when, when I get like a TRX or whatever, you know, just oh yeah, that it's thing. all the it's all the cowboys, man. It's all the it's all the country boys, you know. Because it's dude, always me minding my damn business, and they yeah, just gotta dude, like you, fuck you, with me, you, you know. know like, just, <laughs> if I was in a Dodge Ram next to you, you know, I'd I'd have like a straw hat on, I'd be <laughs> like, dude, like like country country voice, you know, like. Yeah, do it, do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying yeah, to do it. it. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying to do it. You know, like, <laughs> oh, you, you know, think like that what? Mustang is fast, boy? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, shit. I don't know. And I got a big V8 under this hood over here. Austin, do your closing. Oh, God damn it, dude. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for tuning in to this. Uh, you know. Part two of episode seventeen podcast. Scratch right it, scratch it, scratch <laughs> it. Get that out, get that out. Get it out. I'll let I'll let you do the outro. The whole episode of the first episode we recorded. Um. All right, real quick before we go, uh, Mike, I guess up resin muted herself. Okay. Um. So when we recorded episode nineteen, you, me, and her, um. Craigbot just stopped recording like an hour into the hour and a half podcast we were doing, so I don't have like <laughs> a third of her audio. I still need to edit the episode 18. <laughs> then I have to f- see what I can scrap from episode 19 and then edit this. And I can't edit without your fucking files, Mike. <laughs> I put them in. What, They're today? In. <laughs> A week yes, and a half like later? an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? It was like a few days uh, ago. No. What are you talking about? Episode, episode 18? God, when did we do that? All right, I'm, I'm not recording myself anymore. I'm stopping my audacity. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, on the 27th. Stop. 
Do All the right. outro. I have Dying Light waiting for me. <laughs> for our podcast, I'd like to shout out one of our affiliate sponsors. This week, I'm going to talk about FNX Fit. Um, really getting back into um, really a better gym habit. And FNX Fit is um, our affiliate sponsor who provides um, workout, you know, whey protein, workout gear, supplements, and all of that good stuff that you need to get yourself in shape and back to the gym. Or if you, even if you just want to try uh, Superior, yes, Superior uh, products uh, for your gym habits, FNX Fit is the place to go. Um, if you use code tier one, you get 10% off your purchase at FNX Fit. Um, you can find our link and all that in our bio. You can go to solo.to forward slash tier one gaming, tier one underscore gaming. Um, you can find our social medias there as well. Uh, besides that, I'd really help you guys leave a positive rating on this podcast. That really helps our podcast grow and get seen and heard by, uh, people who can also enjoy knowing the fact that they're not the dumbest person on earth and that the guy I saw is and hopefully that just you know boosts your confidence and makes you feel better about yourself um with that any closing remarks guys not just look forward to the next one i think yeah i think our next one pretty fun and engaging i have a guest that i could bring on um, so i think our oh boy also a gamer I think but, our oh next boy. podcast. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Is Chad and I live up in Brian Head together? I think that should be our next podcast. Mm, question mark. Question mark. We'd invite you too, mm-hmm. Mike, but you're not going apparently. Wait, real quick. Uh, do I export this as an MP3, a WAV, WAV? or <laughs> do a WAV? Whatever. W A V. I don't know. What the fuck. <laughs> All right, just fucking answer the question. You know, like it... do a lab. <laughs> Thank you. Jesus Christ. Chad, you think this is funny, huh? <laughs> Wait, what episode it, is this? Uh, twenty. Okay. Watch you put nineteen. <laughs> How many dogs do you see wave their uh. tail? <laughs> Finish the intro, dude. I'm done with you. Alright. Uh, with that, we're going to head out of here, guys. This has been a fun episode. Um, and we will see you guys in our next episode. Vision, Uprising, Reaper. Have a good night. And all the dogs out there, don't forget to wave your tail. <laughs> I'm done. Get, oh get out of here. <laughs> Stop recording. I'm done. You, you, you done? Yep.